Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. It is day one of NFL free agency. It's hour number four of the G-Bag Nation here on 105.3 The Fan. The legal tampering period began this morning. Wolchuk has a full report. General at your service, if you see me, bear me, N.A. There's Brian Broaddus, Lucius Alexander, Wolchuk, and Chiafalo. And, of course, Carter Freeman's coordinating your video at 105.3TheFan.com, Twitch, and YouTube. And here he is now, the Wooly Bully, with your NFL news of the day. Thank you very much. As far as the Cowboys go, Jane Slater reported earlier today that she can confirm that the Cowboys have had what is described as initial conversations with linebacker Bobby Wagner. But this is once again about the money and value. They need that to make sense for both parties. So that's something that uh, has yet to to be figured out. And we'll see if, indeed, that they end up agreeing on those terms. Otherwise, I'm sure Bobby Wagner will take his talents elsewhere. And maybe the Cowboys are also still looking at bringing back one Leighton Vander Esch. So all of these things still need to play out. Uh, the other news for the Cowboys, according to Josina Anderson, is that they are working hard to get an agreement done with defensive end Dante Fowler Jr., yeah. whom they had last year. And I think that'd be a nice get. You know, that guy can play. Uh, and, and part of a rotation, I'm a big believer that Dante Fowler can help help your line rotation. I think with Bobby Wagner, it's exciting because even though he's 33, he's one of those rare guys who's not aging like other players. He, he just continuing to stack up, you know, great all-pro level seasons. There doesn't appear to be much of a drop-off. No, not at all. And speaking of defensive linemen, earlier today, because of cap savings, the Ravens had to go ahead and part ways with Calais Campbell. And, you know, they were saying this is just kind of one of those things where it's it's just a brutal part of the business where they needed to save $7 million in cap space. And Eric DaCosta, their GM, uh, you know, he loves him. He thinks he's a professional, but they just needed to move on. He's one of those players where at this stage in his career, similar to Anthony Barr last year, I don't think he's going to get a ton of money. I wonder how long he stays out there. And could that be a guy where, okay, let's say you want to add some defensive line depth. Is that a guy that you look at? maybe even if it gets closer to training camp and he's still available and you make him an addition much like Anthony Barr was. I would hope so, you know, and, and you also have to hope that these guys aren't aren't washed, but they can give you more than you hope for, like J. Ron Kirsch. That's the key to, to getting the Super Bowl dream built. Right, absolutely. Uh, quarterback news. The Raiders are signing Jimmy Garoppolo from the San Francisco 49ers after six years there in San Francisco. Wow, time flies. I think that's a great move by the Raiders. Uh, I think that's the perfect way to handle it if you can't get an elite franchise quarterback instead of you know uh, paying a guy 45 million bucks like Daniel Jones to not be a franchise quarterback or even a pro bowler. 
Find the guy who's budget, whether that's Jameis Winston the last three off seasons or now apparently it's Jimmy Garoppolo. It's a it's a good player making way less than market value. Yeah, or or you just go like full tank mode and you like yeah. rock with one of these. Hey, you keep, and I think Jared Stidham actually just signed with the Broncos to go uh, hang out with Sean Payton and Russell Wilson, but Ooh. like something like that where it's just like a full on tank situation. But it's tough with the Raiders. I would advocate tanking but I don't know if Josh McDaniels feels like his job is that secure yeah and uh and you have guys on that roster like a Devontae Adams like a Max Crosby do you want to punt on a season with those guys I don't know but yeah I'd much I think I would rather have Jimmy G for 20 than one of these whatever Geno Smith just got for 35 a year or whatever yeah Yeah. another one yeah like no great job by the Raiders I think it's the relationship with McDaniels that's getting this deal done yeah I could see that off an injury too you know Jimmy G so three years 67 and a half mil 34 mil guaranteed for Jimmy G I I I agree with you guys I think this was a good move and they can still draft a guy in the top 10 yeah but the Raiders have to draft better I mean they they do you know they're, they're in this they're they're a team that is you know pretty solid in some areas the problem is, though, the last two, three years, you know, under the Mike Mayock regime and my guy John Gruden, they they blew a lot of high picks they did. that they had. And, you know, they had opportunity. They, they really didn't capitalize at all, you know, when they, they traded their defensive end to the Chicago Bears. Yeah. You know, they had all those, all those picks that they recouped from the Bears that were high picks and just didn't do anything with them. Jonathan Hargrave got a massive deal to go to the San Francisco 49ers earlier today. So that was a starter from the Eagles that will be departing. They also lost their linebacker, TJ Edwards, and their safety, Marcus Epps, just uh, signed now with the Raiders, according to Mike Garofolo. So there's three starters down from the Eagles defense, but they did get some big news as Jason Kelsey, their center, took to Twitter today and announced that he is going to return for another year after contemplating but, retirement. But Gavin's right. That cap number, I mean, or that number turns into $30 million. So, I mean, they're going to have to do some reworking on that, right? Probably. Yeah, I yeah. would imagine they yeah, would. Yeah, probably. But they get their two two veteran cornerstones return, Kelsey and Brandon Graham for the Eagles, and then they're they're losing a, a, a bunch of dudes. I'm so annoyed with the Javon Hargrave thing. I was so ready to never have to see him again. And now that he's in San Francisco. And the Cowboys have to play the Niners in the regular Gosh, season damn. this year. Yeah, it's a big pain in the butt, especially since they already have arguably the best defensive line in football. Man, um, Warren Sharp just put up a graph on this Sam Darnold 49ers thing that I wanted to th- throw in here. Yeah, Carolina's offense took a lot of deep shots, and he was terrible. But the San Francisco offense does not take deep shots, and Darnold showed efficiency when throwing underneath in Carolina, similar to the Niners quarterbacks. So they have like this you know, two, two-sided chart up, first down uh, rate, and uh, uh, EPA per attempt, average uh, estimated points added per attempt. And he's like up in the upper right-hand corner by himself next to like Purdy and Jimmy G and a couple of other guys. This might be Shanahan finding the exact kind of guy who was flawed in other systems but could be a perfect backup for him. I could see it. You know, Sam Darnold's a guy that people loved coming out of the draft, and maybe this could be a perfect system for him to succeed in. I mean, they're going to need somebody... I wonder what they do with Trey Lance, but Brock Purdy finally just had his elbow surgery. There was swelling that caused that to to kind of linger into the offseason. So I think it's a six-month recovery for him. I don't know if he's going to be ready to go for the start of the season. They'll need a guy. Does Darnold end up being a stud for them? I don't know. It'd be interesting. 
He can at least be good enough for them to keep him afloat for however many games they need him. And then, okay, Trey Lance is ready to go. Or, okay, Brock Purdy's ready to go. But, yeah, if I was a quarterback that needed some rehabilitation to my resume and to just the narrative around me, I would want to go to San Francisco in a heartbeat, man. Okay, by the way, speaking of this chart, and this is on performance on passes thrown within 10 yards of the line of scrimmage. First down rate going up, EPA per attempt going to the side. Dak Prescott appears to be about the eighth best player in the NFL at this. So it's basically success rate and creating plays and winning on throws that travel less than 10 yards. Interesting. From the line of scrimmage. And I believe that's what Mike McCarthy wants to steer him in the direction of. Safeties, you had Jesse Bates, the outstanding safety for the Bengals. He's signing a $64 million contract with the Falcons. And speaking of safeties, Jane Slater reporting Cowboys are still talking to Donovan Wilson. Quote, we want him, according to a source. Yeah, they do. Uh, As for LVE, Cowboys are still working on it, but nothing of substance to report. Jane's told that he will likely garner interest from another team or two. So if nothing materializes, uh, look for maybe LVE, who knows, to to end up elsewhere. But those are the two players, obviously, the Cowboys will be keeping an eye on. This is cool that at least there's players in the first wave. Usually we'd hear crickets for 48 to 72 hours and then they'd start picking up. At least they're involved in negotiation with players, albeit on the bottom third of the first wave. They're in on some of these guys who other teams actually want. Yeah. Now you had uh, the Bears. They're giving former Bill linebacker Tremaine Edmonds a four-year $72 million contract. That includes $50 million guaranteed. Good deal for Edmonds. The Steelers signed Patrick Peterson. Uh, the cornerback for a to a two-year deal. So he's off the market as well. I didn't get the numbers on what that deal would be. And how about Jamel Dean for the Bucks? They didn't end up franchise tagging him. He hit the open market, but he comes back. He resigns with the Bucks four years, $52 million to keep him around. The wild one is, and we talked about this you know, earlier with Cooper Rush, but the Dolphins, and they made the big Jalen Ramsey trade over the weekend as well. You know, they, they get him away from the Rams, but the signing of Mike White, and you just mentioned Jared Stidham, you know, signing as well with the Raiders. I, I am starting to think like, holy cow, this market for backup quarterbacks like Case Keenum today also signed. How much could Cooper Rush get now? What would you what would be your limit? I don't want to spend I more would go than over four. two million. Three, okay, two. Three, I mean two to four. I mean, maybe maybe you are looking at at least four million now. Because this thing's rising. I think you're looking at to pay backup quarterbacks. Maybe $4 million is the starting line. you got to feel like you need one. Dak's been hurt like four years in a row. Guy won four out of five games. We're trying to get him for $2 million. Hey, he was making what, a mil last I year? I know, that's what I'm saying. As you start comparing him to the other guys that are signing around the league. This if guy, you just look at record, he's got the best record. Yeah. But does he have the best performances inside those? I mean, it's to me, it's a like Garoppolo. He probably doesn't get enough credit yeah. for winning games. You know? Fair point. I get what you're saying with that. I think I'd let him go if it gets over four. The Chiefs ended up signing former Jacksonville Jag Juwan Taylor to an $80 million deal. He's now Patrick Mahomes' new bodyguard, which is interesting. They were trying to work out a deal to get Orlando Brown back. Mm -hmm. Then there were whispers of a trade between them and the Texans for Laramie Tunsil. So the Chiefs were definitely hitting the tackle market very aggressively, but they ended up with... Uh, Taylor they, there. Didn't call about Tyron Smith here, did they? No, they didn't. <laughs> Should they have? <laughs> uh, no, from a Cowboys standpoint, that would have been pretty special. Uh, but yeah, they get Ju- Juwan Taylor, who is probably coming off his best season. Yeah. 
he was a stud, but he was a right tackle, and he's played majority of his high school, college, and pros now at right tackle. And what I've been reading is that the Chiefs plan to move him to left tackle. So that that's a interesting interesting, in, interesting thing to project here that he's going to be able to do that. I guess worst case scenario, you don't like him at left tackle, and you just throw him back on the right side where they just lost Andrew Wiley to the to Commanders, the commanders yeah. and then you can still say, hey. As long as he plays at right tackle the same way, then you're talking about one of the best right tackles in the league. But I did think it was interesting. Hey, we're going to take this right tackle who was one of the best in the league last year, and he's going to protect the blind side. And you go to the left. It is it, that is the Patriots re-signed Jonathan Jones, their cornerback, after he had a career year. And speaking of tackles, Mike McGlinchey, who we thought was going to go to the Bears. Bears. The Broncos swept in, stole McGlinchey. So the man who Micah Parsons just threw on his butt during the playoff game from the Niners is now going to Denver to pair up with Sean Payton. Pretty the, good tackle. He is good. Yeah. Out of Notre Dame, he is he is good. And that, that's, a, that's a big upgrade uh, overall there. Dude, the Broncos, Sean Payton was like hell-bent on day one. Hey, we're going to fix this offensive line. Yeah, as he and should be. We'll, we'll see if they end up doing it uh, you know, on the field. But McGlinchey, and I think they've signed one or two other guys as well. Like, man, they couldn't run the ball. They couldn't protect. They were terrible last year. Yeah, they were. But as this thing keeps moving on, I mean, you look at the Giants. They re-signed Sterling Shepard yesterday, which is interesting. The Washington uh, Commanders signed Deron Payne to a big four-year, $90 million extension over the weekend. But the rest of the division, you got the, the Eagles that are losing a bunch of guys defensively. You've got to re-sign with the Giants. The Commanders, they, they made a couple of moves by bringing in some players. But the rest of the division, at least, is not getting dramatically better here in the early yeah. wave of free agency. Yeah, doing a nice job of holding their own here. We are standing by to see some sort of news on on what the Cowboys might do. Do you think we could get news on Zeke here over the next 24 or 48 hours, or is this something they're going to wait all the way until like a post-June 1 designation to free up the most money possible? I just have a feeling that if you look at history and how they handled that Des Bryant thing, and maybe that's not the similar type of a situation, but... That thing went into April. I mean, the Cowboys were yeah. into their draft meetings and stuff like that before that one ever got taken care of. So, I mean. Do you think that's because they were actually wondering what they were going to do and it took them a while I, to actually come I, to the decision? I think so. And maybe yeah. they're having the same battle about Zeke right now. I think oh they are, gosh. yeah. Well, it appears at least for now Tom Brady is not coming back. There's been no word on, an, on a deal for him, and Aaron Rodgers does appear to be on his way to the Jets. So you are now without a clear Hall of Fame quarterback here in this NFC maybe for the first time in 50 years. Which makes it even more the reason to, yeah. to try and be aggressive. If you see a player that, that you like, go get him and try and get over that hump. This stuff's getting interesting with the Panthers, though, with moving up to number one. There seems to be a lot of conflicting reports that it seems, the owner and the coach, Frank Reich and, and their owner, uh, Tepper there, they Dave. might have a, a difference in opinion on which quarterback they want to take. I think the owner supposedly likes Bryce Young, but Frank Reich likes Anthony Richardson or C.J. Stroud, one of the two. And I think that's why you also have the reports are that they could move down again because if they like a couple of these guys, you just went up to one so you can go ahead and ensure yeah. you get whoever you want. But here, Here's where teams and coaches need to be real honest with themselves. You don't know who's best, okay? Now, you have a better chance of knowing who's best than the owner. But if you feel like that's close, let the owner have his way. You got to look in the mirror and say, Frank, are you 100% sure or are you are you dug in here and you think you know better than the owner so you want the pick? If you aren't sure 
And you gotta you gotta think, wow, you know, Andrew Luck wasn't that great. RG three wasn't that great. Jamarcus Russell wasn't that great. Teams were convinced they had the guy. There's an over fifty percent bust rate in the NFL. The guy's not even a starter. Let the owner have his damn way, Brian. What do you say? Man, I'll tell you what, usually that's a great way to think about things. But you if you're Frank Reich, you also have to say, Why did you hire me then? That's exactly what I was thinking. You know, if 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 you know, I, I'm all for because we talked about it earlier with Jerry and Odell Beckham. I'm sure there's people in the Cowboy organization that wants nothing to do yeah. with Odell Beckham. Well, if he's if he's right, you have an awesome quarterback. If he's wrong in two years, you can say, Man, you should have let me do it. Yeah. Now you get your chance. Yeah. And I'm sorry that you couldn't win with your with my quarterback, so you're fired now. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, that could come. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you definitely don't. You're want, the re- you're yeah. the reason why my quarterback didn't have success, and that's what you call the ultimate backfire. Yeah. Thank you, Wolchuk. We it's time to hit the expressway. Thirty five minutes of uninterrupted content. It's brought to you by Rockwall Ford. We'll get you caught up on everything that's been developing outside of that in the NFL. Then uh, Bobby Belt is going to join you five thirty. Talk about the Cowboys news here, and then uh, uh, L A Live uh, uh, with Lucius Alexander's coming up at five forty. Here it's the G Bag Nation and the fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Shoot you, it's time now for the Expressway. 35 minutes of uninterrupted sports content every night right here in the G-Bag Nation. Bob Belt's coming up in about seven minutes. What will the Cowboys do next? He'll answer that question. Okay, let's take a look at everything developing. Rangers trail Arizona 7-3 in the seventh in spring training action. The more interesting thing, DeGrom got some backfield work again today. And Sans is going to join us at some point in the six to give us the takeaways from spring and DeGrom. And it's brought to you by Sonic. Mmm. Good. good. Okay. So that's uh, what's happening right now. That's presently in action still. This game's going slow today, isn't it? Maybe they got a late start. Luca and Kyrie are out, though. Uh, that's official. Um, so that stinks for tonight's game against the Grizzlies. And Christian Wood is questionable. Um. And and you have to wonder right now if they have any shot of winning tonight's game and if they're going to make any kind of stand. Jason Kidd on Woods' reduced minutes says you got to look at the depth that we have with all the bigs. <laughs> We're trying to get them in the game and see who has the hot hand. And right now with Maxi back, that's going to cut some of his minutes down, especially when we're healthy. And so that's just the way it is, and it can change as we go forward. If I'm the coach tonight, he's playing 40 to 45 minutes, and I'm getting in the ball every time down court, and I'm asking him to try to score 40 points so we can get a dub. <laughs> he's out the other night. They need offense. They can't even hit 110 right now, and they're like, yep, got to bring Woods minutes down because he doesn't help enough on on defense. I get it, and I'll, I'll salute Jason Kidd for sticking to his guns. 
if if they hang on to Jason Kidd, this Mavs identity is going to be defense first, and we're not sacrificing anything in the way of anything else until we've established good defense. Um, but right now, it doesn't seem like it's in the best interest of this team to have Wood on the bench so much with what they need. Kind of the last five thirty of a game, you can count on that him checking out of the game and never seeing him again. Yeah, they don't better. believe in him uh, in the high pressure situations. They don't. They get close to what that that. Clutch time, crunch time, whatever they call it now right, in the league. Yeah. And Dallas has played in a million of those games already this year. Had a chance to win that game the other day, even shorthanded. You know, Hardy at the end, man. I mean, the kid made some great drives and the turnovers and stuff like oh, that. Oh, yeah, he's sloppy. He needs yeah. experience. Well, yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He, he got a lot. He got his first start the other night, yeah. and kid did a great job. He did, but yeah. that, But that's – you're you're right about the situation. He's going to be ready to help you a lot in a couple of years. They just don't – they just do not want to put Wood out there on the defensive end of the at, at, end of these games. They it's, just don't. It's so frustrating. The idea of so much so much depth at the bigs position is just laughable. The, the amount of national – NBA talking heads that were coming out over the weekend saying like I can't believe that people still believe in Jason Kidd as a head coach was was pretty like eye opening to me. I'm like wow okay the national perspective is Jason Kidd is not a good coach. I guess last year was a bit of an anomaly. Uh, and there yeah, he minds, got no but, love for coach of the year last year, even though at midseason he transformed them into a good defensive team, mm-hmm. you know, goes on and wins a couple of playoff series. I would have thought even when you voted, if you didn't believe in him, that the, the playoff chances, uh, the playoff success should have changed your opinion a little bit. But you're right. I saw in Bleacher Report they had an interesting article and we can reference this a, a little bit more later on in the show, perhaps. But one of the nuggets that they had in there was before the before the Christian Wood injury late January, early February, um he started sixteen straight games. He averaged twenty and nine, two and a half blocks, and uh he was shooting thirty seven percent from the three-point line in those games. Free throws got better, too, from the start of the season as he was time. Going, And know. when it was him and Doncic together in 13 of those 16, they went 9-4. and four. Yeah. It's like, man, what, that, that's what, – when we all saw it, the trade go down last summer, it was like, yeah, this guy can give you 20-10 and 10 at well, a pretty dang efficient clip. And Before you jump on kid too hard for this, he was available this summer, and the Mavs got him for a late first-round pick. He was available again at the trade deadline. Nobody wanted to give you a bag of balls for him. So I don't think the league disagrees that much with how Jason Kidd is handling the rotation. But we also have to consider that the other side might be right. And and maybe Jason Kidd is a mixture of uh, stubborn and ego is getting him, you know, dug too far in that he can't see what's best for the team. The one that bothers me the most is the McGee one. Not yeah. that he plays, but just how bad he, he's been reduced to a guy that wears street clothes in games. You yeah. Know? I mean, they don't even... They don't even don't even use him. Don't even talk about using him. That that to me is a bigger indictment. You know, they went out thinking about having to go and get And that's bigs. front office to me. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, you if come after this front office all you want. I, yeah. I think Jason Kidd definitely deserves some slack here. No, but no, I think I, that that had Jason Kidd's fingerprints all over it, the sure. McGee thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But well, that's the front office that gives the yeah. coach permission to sign who you want. I'm not doing that very often if I'm a good, experienced GM. Which and Nico I, Harrison I know, is which not. Which Nico yeah. is not an experienced GM. Yeah, I think you not. are getting growing pains and he's learning on the job. But that's what annoyed me about Jason Kidd. To your point, Brian, like he doesn't play JaVale McGee. It's like JaVale McGee might as well not exist on this basketball team, yet right. he talks about the depth. Well, the depth with our big. So, you know, he's going to lose some minutes. Here. What depth? 
Yeah, we don't what have. What depth are you talking you about one. with your bigs? Do you have one good big? Do you have any? He mentioned Kleba. You have Maxi Kleba. And that's the yeah. only. That's that's because like consciously we well, got all the, this depth now that Kleba's healthy. Yeah, you can't in good conscience say one other name outside of Kleba there. Okay, Cowboys restructuring Michael Gallup's contract to open up another eight million dollars of space. So far, that's all we got of substance. But they're talking with Dante Fowler. They're talking with Donovan Wilson. Surely Wilson and his agent were eight hours into the tampering window, know what the market looks like, and they don't want to stand around and wait to have an agreement because the money is getting spent right now. I think we'll know for sure on Donovan Wilson by noon. Noon tomorrow, I'd give it at most. Now, next story. It is possible to be such a jerk. I know this is unimaginable on a day Chris Beard's going to Ole Miss. It is possible to see be such a bad human that the game doesn't want you anymore. Okay, we have our very latest superstar that the game doesn't want. This is Barry Bonds and T.O. And what's funny is it's not any actions or infractions or legalities that get involved. It's that you're too obnoxious and nobody likes you in the clubhouse or locker room. You're too much of a distraction for the media. That's ultimately what gets people moved on from. Former Cy Young winner Trevor Bauer finalizing a one-year deal to play for the Yokohama Bay Stars of Nippon Professional Baseball in Japan, he will rejoin pro ball for the first time in nearly two years since his suspension and release from the Dodgers. Source familiar with the situation, telling ESPN the 32-year-old who last pitched in, in June of 21 when a San Diego area woman accused him of assaulting her. He was placed on administrative leave for the remainder of the season, eventually suspended 324 games by MLB. Arbitrator in uh, December this past year reduced the suspension to 194, reinstated Bauer, but the Dodgers released him, and nobody freaking wanted him. Nope. What did he do? I think he's a bad teammate that's just rubbed. Uh, is this more than what happened off the field, or is this more about what's going on in a clubhouse well, that people uh, don't want to deal with that? Both. It's going to be a PR issue. One to bring him. He's in. not that good that you want to deal with those headaches. Uh, well, I think that he's a terrible guy. It, clearly not. Clearly not when the rest of Major League Baseball says we don't want a piece of this he's guy. A, he's a Cy Young candidate, though. His talent. That's what I'm saying. It's crazy. Yeah. Well, they've clearly told you that we don't want anything to do no, with this No, he's guy. that he's, bad of a guy. He's yeah. leaving to go He's and really play bad. Like, it's... Out of the country. Yeah, he's got he to leave the country because nobody I, in baseball likes him. I wondered the same thing, yeah. but he must be just the biggest D-bag. Isn't that a big thing, though? I mean, not that I know Being a lot a about... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that too. Yeah, uh, but you know, you go to Japan, knowing stuff like that, the culture and things like that. They're all about honor and teamwork sure. and all that. He Does it surprise no surprise you? The guy, I was a little surprised to see yeah. that today. I mean, he's probably going to be like a circus sideshow there, like the the angry American. Here he is, Trevor Jerry Bauer. Jones. That nobody what, likes. What I thought Jerry might Jones, happen is there going for ratings. He waits, he holds out, and then injuries happen during the season, mm-hmm. and then somebody calls him up and says, "You know what? Yeah. We're going to take it. We're going to take the risk here." I would sign him and be like, nobody has to talk to him. If you want to beat him up, go ahead. That's what I would say. Like, if anybody doesn't like him, you can do whatever you want. It's none of my business, right? If, the, if, if you beat him up so bad, laws get involved or he punches you back, that's on you, right? But he can pitch. And every fifth day he's going to arrive. You don't have to acknowledge him. You don't have to like him. But he, he's going to throw the hell out of the ball and then go home. And we're not even going to invite him back till it's his time to pitch. 
every fifth day he yeah. has to get into a, a, a fist fight with somebody in order to get into the ballpark. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I'm if he wins, you. he starts. And if he gets his ass kicked, <laughs> he goes home. We'll see, we'll see him in five days. Eric Nadell <laughs> describing the detail in his black eyes. Hey, let me He's missing this. a tooth with the red piping I, down I'm the one of those guys. Trevor again. <laughs> I'm one of those guys that would put on the boxing gloves if it meant the Rangers were to win. I would meet him out front. I'm like, he's damn good. All right, here are your gloves. Here are my gloves. Two minutes. And then like, he just beats me up, and I'm laying on the ground, and he goes and bitches, and we win. I'll take that every fifth day, if yeah, that means Every fifth we, day, you yeah, get a black eye. Yeah, and I'll stand there and put on the gloves and punch with him and stuff. If it means we're going to win. The Expressway brought to you by Rockwall Ford as Bobby Belt joins you now in the G-Bag Nation. Awesome. Bob, how we doing? I'm great. How are y'all? Oh, we're fantastic. Hey, Bob, uh, can we get you an alarm clock or something for the house as a housewoman gift? Anything like that to help Damn, you? Yeah, sure. That'd be uh, that'd be wonderful. You uh, that that sounds just like the type of gift that uh, a boomer like yourself, Bros, would give as an actual alarm clock, know. which we physically don't use Ooh. anymore. But yeah, <laughs> your phone just not work today. No, what I, happened there? You just got to get him an iPhone. I think I I think I I think I got whooped up on. Okay, I mean we we can we can end this early if you like, Brian. Uh, I think we. I think I got. Uh, I, I think I got beat up by daylight savings times. But I, I don't even remember turning the alarm off. Well, to be it, honest, it, I must have hit it off. Oh, okay, I, I just know when I left you afternoon, you were in good shape. I just want to make sure you're okay. Yeah, I'm alive. I'm good. You okay? <laughs> yeah, I'm great. I'm, I'm wonderful. It's, it is the start of uh, free agency. The Cowboys are. Are, are, are doing you, their Cowboys. So wait a minute. It's a great time. Wait a minute. So you're kind of like the Cowboys. You're sleeping on the job. Is that what we're doing over there? <laughs> for, the, for the first two days of the week. Yeah. That's, that's uh, you, you come in, uh, you, you, you cycle back on, on the second, okay. second level. You're, you're tier two, you know? Gotcha, man. Bobby, have you discovered during your time with Love of the Star podcast what triggers Brian to go from like scout professor style to this Captain Krusty character where he's ornery and trolling everybody? Because I love it. I'm trying to do it more consistently. That's a good question. I don't know how we tap into it. I mean, I know there are certain things uh, that that uh, can tap into it. I know uh, any uh, disclaimer on a commercial where they talk a million miles per hour grates on him. Uh, so I know he doesn't like when I do my reads. Um, I'm trying to think what else it would be. Those are, those are, that's the one that comes to mind. Cause I've heard him rant several times about that. Uh, there's also just the, uh, I know he gets driven nuts by my, uh, my, my fluid schedule. Uh, it's like, hey, can we reschedule? Oh, yeah. We're supposed yeah. to do this in two hours. That drives him up a wall. I just, uh, as, other than that, I'm not sure. As I'm texting you and you're like, you're telling me like, hey, we could do this Monday, and you're like, no, man, I need to get some sleep. That kind of thing. <laughs> I, I mean, I mean, if everything's if on Bob's schedule, Brian, right? you like that? Everything's on Bob's schedule. You got four jobs too. I know it's amazing, and I, you know, I, I appreciate Bob's hard work, but I, again, I'm trying to knock these things out for our listeners, and Bob's like, I need rest. I just said Tuesday instead of Monday was all. I Why did you say? Tuesday Why did you Monday. say? Why did you say you needed? Because to... I want to. I want to make sure that I get enough sleep tonight, so I'm not oversleeping an alarm. That's a go. good idea. That's right. a good idea, Bob. The we morning audience appreciates so, you. Football. What would you guys hey, like to talk about related to football? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Is Bobby Wagner real? How how surprised are you? Nothing has happened yet. Uh, I think I think they have the interest in Bobby Wagner that they normally have in any veteran free agent, which is like, hey, let's talk. And then as soon as they talk, they go, oh, no, 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 we're we're completely far apart here. Uh, but but I think that yeah, if, if the market doesn't establish itself the way that Bobby Wagner believes it could, then then they very well may be in play. But this is the this is the time of year where 
where the Cowboys discover uh, just how far off they are from their own free agents and outside free agents. They they come in for some reason thinking the market is one thing, and then they quickly discover, oh, no, this is something completely different. And I think that's that's probably what they experienced a little bit in their early discussions with Bobby Wagner. I don't, I don't think it's, you know, a, a Vaughn Miller type of, you know, canyon between them, but um, – I, I, I think they're probably off from where he thinks, and uh, you know they'll, they'll kind of let the market play out and see what might work. Hey, Bobby, I, I'm, you know I'm always busting on you, but I know you did a lot of legwork on. Uh, I know you did a lot of legwork on Donovan Wilson in that mm-hmm. in that situation. What did you learn at the combine that you can maybe share about the the information you were getting about him, you know, and the agents and stuff like that? Maybe where they are with uh, with that signing. I, I think I think the Cowboys coaching staff wants Donovan Wilson back. And if, you know, the Cowboys coaching staff was in charge of the checkbook, I think they'd make it happen. Uh, there are other people in charge of the pocketbook that, uh, you know, are not the coaching staff and have different ideas on what the value is of the safety position. Um, and, and I think that there's an actual market for Donovan Wilson out there. And so I think that there's they're really going to test how much does Donovan Wilson want to be here? Uh, I, I don't think they're going to get I, – I don't think his salary demand and what they want to pay, even if they both – you know, co- you know, if Donovan Wilson comes down a little and the Cowboys go up a little, I still don't think they're going to get in, in the correct range. And so at that point, it's just going to test how bad do you want to be a Cowboy? How comfortable do you want to be? They, I think they would be – I think they're going to angle their best for a hometown discount because I, I think they're in Indy. There was – I, I think the Cowboys were in the ballpark of wanting to pay about half of what Donovan Wilson was looking for. Ooh, that sounds like too big yeah. of a gap to make yeah, up. Yeah. And, you know, he, he it's not like he's Hollywood and he's going to get a bunch of endorsement deals off this. It's clear Donovan Wilson's got to go take the highest money wherever that is for the, the better part of his, his career and everything he's got to take care of. How, how do they get good enough to, to have a team that can do it next February with this apo- approach, Bob? Where do we harvest some optimism and confidence that this team can get in the fight? I, I think you look at the way they, they hit on, and this is what they'll bank on. I think you just have to say, all right, the most optimistic viewpoint says, go get you some, you know, you know, have your scouts do the normal work that they do on the draft, being able to find you really good contributors who aren't even necessarily day one or day two guys like they've done in the past, like they did with, you know, Anthony Brown in 2016, like they've done with, uh, you know, Tony Pollard and, and they did with Deron Bland last year. You're going to bank on them to do that. And you're going to bank on the pro side, uh, finding you more guys like J Ron curse, like they did a couple of years ago and, and, you know, finding you the Carlos Watkins type players. So um, they're, they're going to do their, their normal bargain bin shopping, you know, I know we talked leading up to it about, you know, oh, what's the, the big splash they might make? And I know we all kind of said, like, all right, let's let's see it. The, the, let's see the actions actually match the rhetoric. And so far it doesn't look like we're heading that direction, but they will, uh, you know, I, I still think that there's a possibility that they do something more aggressive than what they normally do, but I would never think it's to a level of day one spending um, or, or, or big free agent spending. And so – um, I think that what you're really going to bank on is the scouting staff, both the pro and the college scouting side, knocking it out of the park again. How about OBJ? The, the longer this goes, I think the higher the chances the Cowboys could get him. Yeah, in terms of the longer it goes, and he's clearly not finding anybody who wants to pay him $20 million, like Pro Football Talk had mentioned. Uh, because, I mean, if you're talking about playing in those waters, no thank you. Mm. Like, I mean, I 
I I would be more interested in in you know guys like Adam Thielen or even Colin Randall Cobb again to play for for less money than playing in twenty million dollar waters with Odell Beckham Jr. If you can get him around ten, all right, like like we'll we'll take a gamble there. But uh, I still think there's better value to be had with other veteran receivers out there. It just comes down to how much does Jerry love the idea of Odell Beckham and a star, and if he loves it enough, they'll make it happen. How strong are the odds they take that tight end that everybody keeps mocking at 26? Kincaid. Dalton Kincaid. There's a – I think there's a decent chance. I mean, it's 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 still so early in the process that I, I don't think we can handicap it as, as strong of a possibility as we did, you know, when we were three weeks out and said Leighton Van Der Esch or three weeks out and said Tristan Hill or all these different guys. But um, – I think in general, a a dynamic tight end is somebody that's absolutely in play for them, and Dalton Kincaid is that. Um, so if you want to go Dalton Kincaid, if you want to throw Luke Musgrave's name in there, like guys like that, those are the names that I think are are worth being aware of as guys that the Cowboys could be interested in, that if, if they get to the point where they're like, hey, we need a pass catcher here at 26, there's a very good chance that there's a tight end on the board there who's higher, who's got a higher grade for them than a receiver. Connor McGovern to Buffalo, does that mean Tyler Smith at left guard to you? It's what it seems to, to mean. Now, you know, I, I trust Michael Gelkin a lot. And I know Michael Gelkin had said today, a lot of people were tagging me in it, that, uh, you know, they don't rule out Tyler Smith being at left tackle. But I, I still think that the likeliest scenario as of today, before the draft and anything else, is that, you know, the way they're talking about Tyron Smith, the way they're talking about Tyler Smith is that Tyron is at left tackle, Tyler Smith is at left guard. A lot can change between now and then, but that's what it feels like, you know, today as of uh, March 13th. Are you expecting this Zeke decision to get strung out into April? I think a Zeke decision could get strung out as, as pretty much as long as they want it to because I think the way they ultimately – operate is if they do release him it'll be a post june one anyway and so i think they feel like no rush here because the post june one number is 10 million dollars and i think they feel like that's where they'll get the money for tony pollard can you designate him now and let him go into free agency or is he going to retire you could designate him now but if you if you hold him hostage long enough you can also and i think they like having him here and would like to have him here at a certain number uh, if you hold them hostage long enough, you can string this out until you come to terms on something that you think is more favorable. So I think to them, they would uh, think about that as there's no rush, really, because we can we can draw this out and try and come to some uh, try to come to some sort of an agreement. Anything else, Bob? Just that I love you all. Love you too. There he goes, Good Bob Belt. Uh, must follow on Cowboys Twitter every uh, afternoon, five thirty here in the nation. Time now to go into the Pimp Cup, where Lucius Alexander is standing by with LA Live. Yeah, have a uh, weekend headlines, and a Tennessee politician got himself caught up online. Uh, all of that right after great Rick James. Well, all right, you swears. It's time you smoke. Fire up this funk and let's have a toe. It'll make you dance with some of everything. LA Live for March 13th, 2023. Uh, shout out to Rockwall Ford and everything you guys do over there. It's a Monday, start of the work week. So I have a question for the Tolos to get it started. Perfect question, too, for the start of the work week, by the way. 
Uh, what is some random advice for today? What is just some random advice for today? I asked this to the Tolos on my Facebook page because you guys know more about us than we know about you, and I'm just trying to get to know you. And it's a weird phenomenon in my life. My, my neighbors know my name, and I don't even know who the hell they are. Wow. <laughs> hey, how you doing, Lucius? Famous. Hey, I'm like, yeah. what? Yeah. Who are you, bro? Well, you know, when you have the number one rated uh, segment yeah. in Afternoon Drive, they talk about you when you're not yeah. around. Hilarious. And Hilarious. People know, oh, aren't you that guy? <laughs> hey, man, yeah. you want to hear your voice again, bro? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 Man, I think my old lady talks a lot, too. <laughs> I'm Valerie. That's Lucius. You'll never see him, but if you see him, say hello. You know, that's the thing. I think she does. Uh, what is some random advice for today? Drink more water. Absolutely. Yeah. Wake up first thing in the morning. Get you some water in your system. First thing. Is that yeah. from Jeff? Jesse Holly, drink uh, more water, mind your business. <laughs> no. It's always his advice. No, no, no. But the guy did work. I forget his name right now. Don't ask me that on air. Okay. Uh, what is some random advice for today? Stop expecting you from everyone else. Yeah, I'm still working with that one. Yeah. Uh, random advice. <laughs> if you find a toilet in your dreams, don't use it. Okay. Interesting. That's usually yeah. how it always goes, too. That'd be the time the python does come out from the pipe. <laughs> that makes sense. That makes sense. It's all clicked now. Yeah, if you can't blind them with brilliance, baffle them with nonsense. Yeah. There you go. Or BS, I think. Good yeah, strategy. Is, yeah. Yeah. Uh, if you're a giver, learn your limits because takers don't have any. They don't. That's they sure don't. Ooh. Yeah. Show up on time and not drunk. Bobby. <laughs> you should show Bobby. up to Baby Dolls Wednesday yeah. at 7 o'clock and get drunk with me. Yes. Get hammered quickly once yeah. you arrive. Well, I feel like it's an either or. Like, if you're going to show up on time, you could be hammered. And if you're going to show up late, don't be hammered. Okay. Well, if you're be those, are, those are two no. decent options right Why'd there. Why'd you try and confuse me there? <laughs> That, that, uh, are you Zach Galifianakis <laughs> with the numbers going on? Yeah, I'm, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm Rain Manning. I like uh, eat one ingredient foods. Have you seen that one? Eat what? One what? ingredient. What is that? Mm-hmm. What yeah. is that? How do you do that? Those are foods that, that aren't combined from other stuff, like bread, multi-ingredients. Okay, okay. One so, ingredient, like okay. steak oh, Okay. with some salad, Okay. maybe some almonds. Okay. There you go. You know, something like that, asparagus. All right. I ain't mad at that. Steak and almonds. Caveman <laughs> diet type of situations. <laughs> That's right. Go for it. Uh, if you break your bone in two places, don't go to those places again. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's probably good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah man. Just help Bad you out on spots. a Monday. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Uh, like pe- a bear trail. People hardly change. Be careful when you give second chances. Yeah, that's true. Check on your PTO. Yeah. <laughs> don't save her. She don't want to be saved. <laughs> don't save her. I want to be saved. It's also her. good advice for baby dolls on Wednesday. Absolutely. <laughs> She's not in love with you, bro. Yeah. She does not love you. Hey, come on. Why not two more dances? You're such a sweet guy. Come on, just a few more. They <laughs> yeah. say all the right things to you. You're like, I think I got yeah. a show with this one. <laughs> Do you work out? Your shoulders are so strong. Looking so good. <laughs> well, thank you. I've been on soda. <laughs> Put a tea bag in your whiskey so you can drink all day without being judged. Hey. People think you're drinking tea. You really just toe up from the flow up. I like that. That's a good idea. And this is a good one right here to the fellas. Pay attention, especially you young fellas. <sighs> Even though she's still crying, she's still lying. Yeah. Okay. All right. Ooh, yes. I promise. I promise. I don't <laughs> know like that. Yeah. The tears right. kick in. Yeah. You, know, you feel guilty. Man, the daughters know that good, too. As soon as they're in trouble, they're going to start crying. You know? <laughs> Immediately. I would say when at the airport, I noticed this last time we flew, go ahead and, and, and buy that, that bottle of booze once <laughs> you get next to the terminal 
pre-mix that bad boy in the bathroom inside like the thermos that you bring. You don't want to be digging in your booze mid-flight. That's a pro you know, trip. I noticed somebody that, doing that. This fool's right turning into Corey yeah. Feldman. Yeah, because they'll they'll like they'll put you on a list if they Jeez. see you mixing booze on a flight, right? Because you can't bring your own booze onto a oh, flight. They do say so that you go right. to like the family restroom, mix that bad boy up. Now it's just water. Now you're just a mom at the soccer game on a weekend. Wow, okay. that's that's an. This fun. this gal brought out some Smirnoff vodka. I'm like, flight attendant sees that you're Dunsky. You know, <laughs> you ain't flying for a while. Yeah. <laughs> Did you tell her that? Like no, that? No, I just thought that. You're Dunsky. Here. <laughs> you're Dunsky if she sees that. Yeah. <laughs> Full Ken mode. No, I was just thinking it. That's beautiful. Uh, G, back in the day, we do it every day on the fan at 2.30. If you see anything out there floating on the interwebs, hit me up at Lucky Lucius P. Uh, I'll try to get it on air. Be patient with me because I'm not always on my phone, player. Our winner is a high school umpire to quit mid-game. Sid's got too many kids for this. All right, we are back. Chad's answering some text messages, so I'll try to keep you up to date here. See if I can talk, talk as much as Chad does. I don't That's know what's fine. happening there. What? Umpire just quit. He said he's got. He said he's got six kids. He's walking off. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me, dude? Don't, nobody. That's. It's the first time I've ever seen this. Hmm. Nobody's. I'll be honest with you. Nobody's really said a whole lot to him. <laughs> he said enough. Oh, so right here. So the kid checked his swing, and the umpire didn't call for help or didn't ask for help from the first base umpire. So their coach got. Upset and said, "Hey, can't you at least check for help?" And he said, "He said I got six kids at home. I don't need this." Aren't you going to get it worse at home from six kids than here from a couple coaches? I'd rather stay here. No, probably not. That's cool to have like a broadcast for like a little league team, though. Isn't that what that was? That was high school. Oh, it was high school. Yeah, it was high school. Wow. But it was well, at still least great. salute to the ump for, uh, you know, for being self-aware enough to bail out. You know, a lot of umps will be like, I still need the check, so I'm not going to call anything for the next two hours. I'm just going to stand here like a lump on a log and collect my check. I don't know. I knew this. he couldn't handle it. Not many people can. I'm out. It's one of the toughest jobs out there. And they don't make enough money. They sure don't. They sure don't. And they take a lot of crap. Yeah, they do. <laughs> Drunk moms with That's those fake cups. Yeah. Yeah. Gavin's not Starbucks in there, lady. Gavin, no. Gavin is giving everybody advice on how to liquor up before yeah. on the airport. Yeah. Yeah. Great yeah. advice, too, by the way. Yeah, Thank you. It yeah. is. Yeah. Oh, you're lush that. advice yeah. right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I the, still got it. The Yeti, the Yeti tumbler was invented for the soccer mom. Absolutely. Yeah, 100%. Soccer mom. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Hugh Grant had an awkward yeah, Oscars that, red man? carpet interview with model Ashley Graham. Uh, Hugh just basically said, I will come to your Oscar event, but that's about it. Yeah. What are you wearing tonight, then? Uh, just my suit. Your suit? Who yeah. made your suit? You didn't make it. Um, I can't remember. My tailor. That's okay. Yeah. Ta- shout out to the tailor. Yeah. Um, so tell me, what yeah. does it feel like to be in Glass Onion? It was such an amazing film. I really loved it. I love a thriller. How fun is it to shoot something like that? Well, I'm barely in it. I'm in it for about three seconds. Yeah, but still, you showed up and you had fun, right? Uh, Almost. Okay. All right. (laughs) Okay. Well, thank you so much. It was nice to talk to you. Yeah. All right. Back to you guys. (laughs) I don't see what the problem is. I love it. People are so mad at him right now. I love the questions. It's so funny because if you look at the the video, like like when he's done, he's turning around like, what do I do with this mic? Yeah. Like if he could have just thrown it. 
Oh, and just walked away. I think he would have done that. I'm barely in this. I was in it for three seconds. Yeah. yeah. I would have given you said, nothing. Then why the hell are you here? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, basically. Or why did you come to the mic? Well, he's a former yeah. winner, right? Don't the former winners have to kind of okay. show up for that stuff? Well, right. I don't know. Uh, he was announcing. Denzel Washington was at a basketball game. He, he was a presenter. Well, he oh, came okay. for the free gifts. They give him like 10 grand of gifts when they show up and present. Yeah, that's a, a nice party. Back. Well, yeah. He doesn't have to talk on the microphone. And Denzel Washington skipped the whole darn thing. He was at a darn game. That's right. Yeah, hanging out with Spike Lee. Yeah, that's an OG, buddy. Lakers, Knicks, courtside. Yeah, uh, shout out Michael to Tripper referee. Sorry. Slick Shoes. No, you good. Slide out to shout out to Slick Shoes, aka Data from the Goonies. Yeah, he's also the kid from Indiana. Hey, shut up, kid. No, you lying. Do you lie? Oh, that's the same kid. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He won a darn Oscar, man. Shout out to him. Thank you to Kendall for all your support and everything you've done. Uh, thank you to A24, uh, to Daniels, Jonathan. Jamie, Michelle, and my Goonies brother for life, Jeff Cohen. You mentioned the Goonies up there, boy. Yeah, there you go. no love in Indiana, though. Didn't lose his accent either. <laughs> that Still movie's going really good, adulthood. by the way. Everything, everywhere, all at once. Is it? It's really People good. People said it was overhyped. I fell no. asleep during it, but that's just because that's a personal thing. I, well, you, we, I know that you've, you've, told, you've told us about yeah. that. So it, it the, makes you the, the kids back in the new Indi- Indiana Jones movie? Oh, I don't know if he's no, back he, in that. He was in a, he was he, in a different he was movie in, was in a different that movie. just won yes, a bunch that just of won awards. for Best Picture. Jamie Got Lee it. Curtis also won Supporting Actor. So, this guy's the kid Actress. in Indiana Jones movie? Yeah. yeah. Okay, he talked about, I saw an interview where he, he went back and waited for uh, for Harrison Ford, and he met him, and he, and he gave him a big hug. Yeah, yeah the white like, kid. They hadn't seen him like each other in thirty something years. It's amazing. And was Harrison he, mean to him? And he, yeah. And he, yeah, and he like he said he said something like Indy Jones, and then like he goes, "You're the kid. You're the kid. Huh? You're the kid." <laughs> and, he, and, he, and they like, had a big meeting and all that. How yeah. many drink coupons you got left? <laughs> I use all of mine. Give them to me. I hate Oscar this. Oscar gave us five. <laughs> <laughs> well, who had a better a comeback, right? Because that guy's disappeared, and we yeah, talked about yeah. Brandon Fraser. Yeah. Fraser. 100% great comeback by this guy right yeah, here, man. Yeah, absolutely. Good comeback, but so is Fraser. He came back yeah. from Encino Man and The Mummy. I think I'm they were both in Encino you, man. man together. Yeah. Both of these guys. I don't yeah. go to really? many movies, yes. but I've never heard anything good about them Mummy movies. Dude, The Mummies are good. Dude, the, no, not. that first one was great. Dude, you don't even watch movies. You were yeah. here right. when they came out. That's true. I, I haven't seen it in okay, a long Okay, well, that's time. fair, but I liked yeah. I liked it But you can't say anything about George of the Jungle. No. That movie's outstanding. Dudley, right? I saw that one. He didn't miss much. Oh, dude. All right, let me get focused. Let me get focused. Yeah, I got one more for you guys. Mowgli's Headlines good. right here. Mowgli. Tennessee <laughs> Lieutenant Governor Randy McNally apologizes for liking gay models' provocative photos on Instagram. The uh, okay. funny thing is he did it with his official Lieutenant Governor McNally Instagram account. Ah. <laughs> he didn't even hide it, bro. Switch to the burner. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He sat down with investigative reporter <laughs> Phil Williams out of Tennessee. Now, Phil Williams is famous online for the rhythm of his speech. He's yeah. also real good at being an investigative reporter, but he's got right, real funny rhythm. It's real perfect. Sounds like a computer. Okay. Uh, yeah, Lieutenant Randy, uh, Randy McNally used his actual Instagram uh, this dude voted against pro LGBT, LGBTQ bills, and he rants against drag queens and stuff like that online. But then he got caught. Let's listen to him sit down with my man. Hacked. 
Tennessee Lieutenant Governor Randy McNally finds himself facing accusations. You see that rhythm? Tennessee Lieutenant Governor Randy McNally finds himself facing accusations of hypocrisy after a progressive site unearthed his social media interactions with a 20-year-old gay model, among them provocative posts that were liked by the 79-year-old Republican, including one where the young man doesn't appear to be wearing clothes. When people see these posts, what should they take away from them? Well, I don't know that they should take away a, a whole lot. In an exclusive interview, <laughs> McNally describes well, how he befriended bro. the young man first on Facebook, then on Instagram. Among the he did both, by the way. <laughs> post this close-up of the young man's backside, McNally responded with three red hearts and three on-fire emojis, along with a comment, Finn, you can turn a rainy day into rainbows and sunshine. Let's go! Rainbows <laughs> and sunshine. No, let's go! Let's go! Let's go. <laughs> By the way, he's using the fire emojis and everything. Yeah. Like, he's yeah. 70-something years old. Good for yeah. him for knowing yeah. what the emojis to use. Very tech-savvy. Yeah. yeah, he's been keeping up on things. Uh, you know, try to encourage people with posts and try to, um, you know, yeah. help them yeah. uh, Take their if I off. can. Were you trying to help this young man in some sort of way? Sure, hurt myself. Uh, just basically trying to encourage him. There was also this <laughs> post where the man said he was Trying to one. encourage him to get in my pants. <laughs> Not a whore, but a hoe. One oh, is a oh. slut, the other is a prostitute. Oh, adding, I'm the one that gets free weed for giving than a reference to a sexual act. And it was liked by Lieutenant Governor McNally. I don't know that, you know, a lot of times on people's (laughs) posts, you see the name and you see what they've written and you just press the button that says like. Yeah, that's how it works. That's how it works. So so So, you didn't read uh, that post? I don't recall reading the part about the the, uh, weed, I know that. (laughs) But well, I do need to call well, out. What about the prostitute? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You got to hear this one, okay, bro. Okay. You got to hear Okay. know that. Well, what about the prostitute? I might have I might have read that. That <laughs> 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 wow. So I like the prostitute. Yeah, yeah, shout out to Tennessee Governor, Lieutenant Governor Randy McNally. Oh discovered God. himself. <laughs> and he's out for everybody to see. Be yourself, dog. Be free. Yeah. That's my time. Yeah. It's on Monday. I'll see you Tuesday. Yeah, it's Lord good. willing, and the creek don't rise. Good message to end on there, Lucius. It is sad to see people not comfortable enough to come out, you know, and they're living these lies and now getting themselves in all kind of weird situations. So, but that's tough. It's tough, especially for a man of his generation, mm-hmm. you know? That's of the generation where moms would say, well, if you're going to come out, I'd rather you just disappear, honey. Mm-hmm. That, that's a mom talking to a son. You know, that's the generation Randy came from. That man said he seen some cheeks and it made his day sunshine. <laughs> he did. He did. It's time for the 6 o'clock sound off now. It is your one chance of the week to compete against your fellow Tolo for the best take of the day at 877-881-1053. Line up the lines. Okay, and then you're competing with your best takes. You got Mavs, you got Cowboys, and whatever else you want next year. It's the G-Bag Nation. On 105.3 The Fan. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.